Good morning, and welcome to Jew in the City Speaks with your host, Allison Josephs, also known as Jew in the City. Here at Jew in the City, our mission is to reverse negative associations about Orthodox Jews. And when I founded Jew in the City in 2007, um, social media was really brand new at that point, and I saw that there was an opportunity for us to t tell stories and tell things from our own perspective. Um, what's happened more and more since then is that there's really just been an explosion of reality TV shows and different sorts of, you know, programs where um, contestants or people featured on, you know, programs much bigger than uh, we have able to reach through our social media channels um, have just become ubiquitous. And more and more, um, you find Orthodox Jews on these shows. It's pretty remarkable, actually. Uh, you you have Orthodox Jews that have been featured on Shark Tank as entrepreneurs. You have, um, you know, Orthodox Jews who are chefs, who are on uh, Chopped. And we just had, uh, history was made recently, um, the first Orthodox Jew won Chopped, uh, Rachel Goldall, who we featured here several weeks ago. Um, there have been Orthodox Jews on American Ninja Warrior. I spoke to a man a couple of years ago. And, um, and we've also had um, on America's Got Talent, there's been different rappers and singers. And um, now we have a young lady um, who's on American Ninja Warrior this season. I read about it a couple weeks ago. Um, it really, really seems to be no end in the, you know, the shows that Orthodox Jews will be featured on. And I really love it because um, you know it's a chance for our community to represent ourselves as we are and not have Hollywood depict us, you know, in a certain over-the-top ridiculous way. Um, it's a chance for just regular, good, talented people to come forward as opposed to the crooks, creeps, and extremists of the Orthodox community making the negative headlines um, as they unfortunately do. Um, and so I'm thrilled today uh, to be speaking to Yakira Hoffer and her father, Ben, about her upcoming appearance on American Ninja Warrior. Uh, good morning and welcome to the show. Thank you. So, um, if you could, I guess, let our listeners know, um, wh where did this come from? How did this idea to um, be on America Ninja Warrior, when did it happen? How did it happen? Take us through this process. I mean, like, I've always been climbing and, like, jumping around, like, swing sets and, like, play stuff. And then, like, one day my dad found on Facebook to sing for American Ninja Warrior Junior, and I got so excited because they've never had a Junior one. Got it. Or are you a fan of the show? Had, had you watched it like for a while before? Yeah, I've been watching the show for like three years, I'd say. I'm like I've always been like such a big fan. Um, and did you before your father saw the the Junior, um, you know, uh, I guess competition or the ability to apply for it? Had you dreamed of one day being on? I mean, yeah, I used to be on it when I got older, but there was always an age limit, so I'd have to wait a while. Got it. So, um, I imagine that there's a lot of people that apply for this show. So, like, what was the timing? When when did your father show you the post on Facebook, and what was the pro process from seeing that until applying until hearing back? How did that work? I think it was, like, April when we figured out. And, like, we just had to, like, send in a lot of videos and pictures and, like, write this whole entire thing about how I started liking the show. And it was, like, this whole entire one big process of sending in, like, everything of American Jewelry that I've been doing in the past. 
So, like, in terms of sending in videos, did you, you had to, like, did you go out to your playground? Like, I'm saying to your swing set in the back and show them, like, what a monkey you are? Like, how, like what do they want to see to show that you have, you've got what it takes to be an American Ninja Junior Warrior? Yeah, we showed them, like, the whole backyard course and, like, what I've been doing to prepare. Wait, so you built a, a course in your backyard? Yeah, we built, my dad built me a course in my backyard, so I got to train on that, too. Wow, that's a very committed father. I'm impressed. Um, and did you mention in your video, um, like, your background religiously and that you would be competing in a skirt? Yeah, I did. So that's very cool. So I guess they like, you know, I have to give it to these producers. Um, I, you know, when I spoke to Rachel over at Shop, um, they were really very accommodating in terms of, uh, you know, the kosher diet. So I guess, um, so how many people did you compete against? Is that something that you can tell us? I think like 64 kids my age. Yeah, there, there were thousands of applicants from across the country. Uh, and they selected 64 9- and 10-year-olds, 64 11- and 12-year-olds, and 64 13- and 14-year-olds. Wow. Do you think that, um, do you have a sense, I'm saying, was it the personality, the ability? Do you think the fact that Yakira is coming from a different culture um, made them more interested? Or do you think that if she hadn't mentioned, um, you know, her religious background, she would have gotten chosen either way? Or do you not have an idea one way or the other? Well, I, I think it is the whole package. I mean, certainly you have to have a certain athletic ability. And, you know, when we sent in her submission video, it clearly demonstrates that she's able to do the challenges that they're going to be putting these kids through. Um, is it a TV show? and Are they trying to find dramatic stories? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, and, Kira, do you play any sports other than, like, climbing on things? Are you involved in any, um, like, team sports or any things that are, you know, not televised, you know, uh, game shows? Um, yeah, I'm actually on my school basketball team. Okay, very cool. Um, and so I guess you kept getting, did you keep getting more, like, um, emails back from the producers that Yakira was making more and more of the cuts? Is that how it went? Like you said, you made this cut, then this cut, and then you find out that you're making it onto the show. Is that the process? Yeah, so first I had one week where they were accepting applications, which the application entailed numerous videos, uh, a long, you know, written application, online and then a couple weeks later they came back and said we made the next round and they asked for additional interviews where you know i would ask for certain questions they wanted a tour of her room uh they did ask her to speak about what being orthodox meant to her um and then there was another round and then eventually in uh i think it was mid to late june uh they informed us that she had been accepted to the program very cool so when when was the filming done can you can you say that yeah, they, the filming was in uh, July. They flew us out to Universal. Cool. And, uh, yeah, it was a great experience. Very cool. Um, and so um, I guess people just started finding out about this recently. Like you started getting some, you know, media around. Um, I'm saying, did you have to sort of be hush-hush about it until the season premiere? Or, like, when did people start hearing about it? And what has been the reaction so far from the community? Yeah, there was a media blackout, um, basically, until they started uh, doing their PR for the show, and then they authorized what you can say, who you can speak to, um, and uh, now that the buzz is getting around, people are super excited, everyone's so proud of her, and uh, everyone can't wait till 
you know, her episode airs because basically each episode, the format of it is two kids race against each other. And in any given episode in the qualifying round, there are only four kids per age bracket in each episode. So it takes a while to get through all of the 64 kids. Um, that's how they break it up into 20 episodes. Got it. So each of them go against each other, and then do you get to a point in the season where sort of the winners all go head-to-head? Is, is that later? Is that how it would work? Yeah, basically out of the four kids competing in each episode, only one kid will advance to the semifinal round. And that gets filmed later? Or that's already happened? No, that's filmed. It already happened. They're just breaking it up for TV purposes. Got it. Okay, so we don't know, meaning we, we have to wait uh, for the magic of television to find out how far um, Yakira advanced or not. Um, what about, exactly. um, like, modest dress? Um, did that come up? Did the producers have any fears about wearing a skirt? Did that come up in terms of um, any interviews that you did for the show? Can you speak about that at all? I mean, they weren't, like, scared that I was going to, like, cover myself with the skirt. But, like, mm-hmm. they did ask me if it was, like, hard or anything. But other than that, they didn't say anything about it. Uh-huh. So it didn't come up. It wasn't a thing. Because I think that there's... um. It's interesting. I, I mean, I happen to ski with like a, you know, a knee length, um, stretchy skirt so it doesn't fly up and it doesn't restrict me. Um, we did recently, um, one of these I fly things for my husband's birthday and I wore a skirt over my jumpsuit and it was so interesting how the people working at the place were like, what are you doing? Why are you wearing that? And I sort of felt like it's so interesting that, you know, People can have all sorts of alternative cultures and lifestyles these days, but um, to be modest, um, I think people sometimes in some situations, you know, sort of treat you like you're weird. Um, so what did, did you, in terms of interacting with other people on this show, did, did, you, did you feel like they were sort of curious, the other kids in the show, about, you know, you kind of dressing differently or, you know, being with, uh, you know, men with the yarmulke? Did, did that come up in terms of your contestants or other people you were interacting with in terms of filming? I mean, the, the the participants definitely asked more than the producers. Frankly, in L.A., a lot of the producers were Jewish. Um, yeah. Not religious, but they were Jewish. Um, and the participants, who you're spending a lot of time with, um, you know, they did ask some questions, and they were really interested. And, you know, then we answered the questions, and they were great friends. And uh, Akira can even speak to how close she's become with some of her uh, co-competitors. Why don't you tell them a little bit about that? I mean, it's so nice because, like, you have people your age who do the same thing as you. They like to climb. They like to, like, play around on this type of stuff. And it's just so cool because, like, in my hometown, there aren't so many people that like to do this. (laughs) Right. That's true. Um, No, it's definitely nice to meet like-minded people and find, um, you know, things that you have in common and see. Do you think that you broke down stereotypes for any of these other contestants? Like, maybe they had a certain image in their mind about what... Um, an Orthodox Jew might be like, and then they saw you, and you were surprising? I mean, like, I hope so. Um, I, I, I think you probably did. Um, what about, um, do you have any sort of a feeling, um, sort of, I guess, is your role in terms of this, once this goes public, I imagine it will be pretty impactful for, you know, Jews all over the world that are watching this. Do you have any, do you think about this, that this was, you know, just the chance to do something that you enjoy and it was kosher? Or um, is there a sort of a bigger meaning to you that um, this is also an opportunity for Kiddush Hashem? I mean, 
it's sort of like both. Like, it was fun, but it was also like a Kiddush Hashem. So, like, double. And have you connected with any other, um, like, kid reality TV stars that have been on any of these shows? Do you, like, I think maybe you guys should form a club or something. I mean, not as different shows, but I've definitely become friends with some of the kids on this show. Got it. Because um, I, I, we've had on um, Aton Burnett and Rachel Gold. Well, and um, I'm just thinking we could start like a whole little uh, club for, for you guys. Um, what, how did you train for this show? Like I, I know, well, I want to hear also about this like obstacle course that your dad built in the backyard because, you know, we got our kids trampoline and the swing set, but um, you built this specifically to prepare for the show while you were in the middle of applying or once you found out that you had been accepted, like take us through what the preparation looked like. Yeah, no, I mean, the course really is a modified swing set, uh, you know, a playground-type system, you know, one of these Amish-built systems that I basically took the swings off of. And there's an obstacle called Cannonball Alley where there are, like, these hanging grips hanging down by, uh, you know, a canvas strand. So Mm -hmm. she swings from one grip to the other, and then there's a series where she goes on, uh, like, rings. And then I built into the trees a rock climbing wall with an obstacle called uh, the ultimate cliffhanger and the pegboard. So um, she's able to, between that, and I also built something called uh, the quintuple steps where you have to bounce from one step to the other. Um, But that was built, you know, probably over two years. And I also, you know, because that's outside, which means weather dependent and we are in the Northeast, I did turn our uh, attic into a rock climbing gym. So she can go up there and climb anytime she wants uh, and literally hang from the ceiling. Uh, and even though my wife wants to kill me sometimes, it's padded. It's, you know, pretty safe. And, Wait, so you, uh, did you have this in your house before she applied for the show? Yeah. No, so she's been obsessed with this for probably two to three years. And uh, I think it was two years ago Hanukkah or maybe even three years ago Hanukkah that I turned the attic into a rock climbing gym. Um, but it was only in June when she got accepted when then she started going to a training gym with a ninja trainer to teach her the skills. Cause she has frankly a lot of athletic ability, but in order to do the obstacles, you need to know technique. And that was something that she didn't really have training, you know, formal training in. So for a, really, she only had a week before going off to Camp Mosheva for the summer, uh, where she was till the day before the competition. So for that week, she did go to, you know, pretty serious training where she did learn a lot of the skills and techniques you need on top of the athletic ability in order to be able to navigate a course like the one they put the kids through. So I'm also just impressed about, like, you building all the stuff. Do you, do you have some sort of background in construction or you're just very handy? Like, this is not the average thing that I hear of your average, you know, from guy. Yeah, let me apologize. When I say I built it, I mean I Jewish built it, as in I hired someone to build it. Because <laughs> we had um, a neighbor who was Israeli, and he actually did build all sorts of crazy things himself, but he was really like the unusual. Okay, so you, you hired someone to build all these cool things. All right, so meaning, so Yakira, you were already growing up in a family that was atypical like this. You were very into the show. And Ben, are you? do you have... An interest in climbing and hanging, like she got this from you or your wife, or are the other kids doing this in the family? Like, I mean, I've always been into sports. Um, I loved basketball growing up. Um, I, was, I still play regularly, regularly. Um, mm-hmm. and, but the thing is, Yakira will go on these obstacles, 
and you know she'll get down and then she'll go, okay I'll be your turn and I'm looking at her like you're out of your mind mm-hmm. um, you know there's a the most important factor in this is strength to weight ratio which she has a really great strength to weight ratio uh, so as you get older it becomes a little bit harder sure um, and is this like would you say you're sort of like extra into the show compared to the other contestants or the other people that showed up for filming also are the types of people that built, like, courses in their backyard? Like, meaning, are you just as, like, freakishly into this as anyone that would go on the show, or are you, are, like, especially into it? I mean, a bunch of other kids also have, like, courses and go to all these gyms for, like, hours a day and, like, do all these competitions on Saturdays, but I can't really do all those. Got it. So they actually had an advantage by... Um, doing the Saturday competitions that you miss for Shabbos. Yeah. Uh-huh. And in terms of the ninja trainer, I mean, how do you find a ninja trainer? This is just something you Google, like I want to get trained by a ninja warrior trainer, and then anyone can just find one locally in their area? So it's interesting. If you went back even uh, two years ago, really the only place to go ninja training in the area was a gym in Northville, New Jersey, or in Cherry Hill, and there was literally nothing Cherry Hill, New Jersey, and there was nothing in between, and those are two hours apart from each other. Because mm. of the success of the show and the spread of this whole movement, the ninja movement, uh, there are now ninja gyms popping up all over the place, and there's one 15 minutes from here, which I had heard that opened this year. We hadn't gotten there, and then when this happened, I made it our business to get there. We met a guy who runs the ninja program there, and he's taking Kieran as his personal student, and uh, she's now training uh, for next year. Um, and is this like just a whole new category that opened up um, when the show began? Meaning like just this whole concept of like there's obviously ninjas like, you know, sort of the Asian ninjas <laughs> dressed in black. Um, was there like sort of like a precursor to this ninja movement before the show began of people that just like to climb on things? And do they do it in an organized fashion? Like do you have any sense of like what this was before the show began? I mean, there have been professional climbing competitions and athletic competitions for kids for years. Um, but then there was a Japanese version of American Ninja Warrior that was the precursor to American Ninja Warrior, which is now in its 10th season. But I think it's the success of the American Ninja Warrior show and specifically how it's caught on like wildfire with the younger demographic that has pushed the producers to create an American Ninja Warrior Junior. And now that they've seen that all of these gyms are popping up and the attendance is through the roof, uh, you know, it's just supply and demand. So they've decided they're going to create a show to highlight these kids. And, um, you know, the applications were through the roof. So uh, I think they're very happy so far. Um. Well, I guess in terms of, like, for me, who I'm not, like, horribly unathletic. I'm just not, like terribly athletic so is the appeal um is it just fun is it for health reasons is it a social thing like kind of where where does the appeal of climbing and hanging like is there ever a fear of danger um is your wife afraid of her falling like um what, i guess sort of like what's the motivation and then is there any sort of uh i guess on the other side um a fear factor or um not so much I'll let Kira speak to why she likes to do it. Okay. So basically, rock climbing for me has always been, like, fun. Like, there's always school and stuff. But then there's, like, rock climbing and things, like, kids just do, like, just, like, the fun is it. My mom, on the other hand, 
doesn't really make you do this stuff. It's always like, Kira, you're good as fuck. Get down. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> think there's a side to it of setting a goal for yourself, trying to accomplish an, you know, a challenge, pushing yourself, failing, failing, failing time and time again, and only with a lot of hard work uh, eventually accomplishing that. Um, it's really great. And I think one of the really nice things about it is I grew up in basketball, which is a team sport, and I was hoping that she would learn a lot of values that I learned playing a team sport like basketball. So I wasn't so into the whole ninja thing at first, but then seeing how the competitors really root for each other to succeed, even though they're racing against each other, they're out there really you know, pushing each other to be as good as they can be, and it's a really great community to be a part of. And I think that's been great for yeah. her. Uh, what about prayer? Does prayer play a role in uh, your competing? Like, do you find yourself sort of quietly, you know, doing a little uh, davening before you begin? Oh, um, yeah, sometimes. Like, it always, like, helps me, like, prepare and, like, relax. Mm-hmm. Um, I interviewed um, for first male Orthodox Olympian um, who just competed in skeleton, kind of it's uh, like a one-man, um, what's it called? It's one of those um, kind of like luge or that, that sort of thing, um, bobsled uh, in Israel. And he said before he begins, he says, Esa Enai, because he's looking up to the mountains and um, sort of a split second can, can change anything. Um, what about, is there sort of a fear factor of being up high, falling, failing? I'm saying, does, does any of that Besides the fact of like setting goals and you know sort of pushing yourself on your limits, is there any fear involved or like being on national television? Were you were you scared at all? I mean, I was a little bit nervous, but like it's all over water, so you can't really like, hurt yourself. Got it. And what about the fear of failure? Is there any is there any sense like that, or you felt like you prepared a lot, you've got this? I mean, I knew I had to prepare, but I was also nervous because there's an audience. Right. Um, and what about, um, what is the future of this? Meaning, like, you know, you said you're already training for next year to be on another show or to do more competitions or sort of, is there any, is, does this become a career? Is this just a hobby? Like, kind of, where, where do you take this interest of hanging on things and climbing on things, um, which is not so common? I mean, I hope to be on the show again next year and get to do more, like, local competitions with a bunch of other kids. Cool. Um, and do you have any for our uh, young listeners in the audience or um, for any parents out there? Like, this would totally be my husband and me, him saying, let's have our children climb on things, and me saying, no, honey, that's too high. Um, but for any parents that um, think this is a good idea or kids that are listening that want to do this, um, do you have any advice on how to take your sort of um, climbing that's happening on the side and take it to the next level, you know, in terms of are, are there competitions that from kids can join? I'm saying is everything only on a Saturday or are there things that are possibly on Sundays or could work within a, like a, a from schedule? Um, not everything's on Saturday. Sometimes I get lucky. Mm-hmm. Okay, they did so set some Sunday. Yeah. There's, there's a program, there's a competition series called the National Ninja League, which is not affiliated with the program, but it's, you know, a lot of the same people. And, uh, you know, we did mention to them last year that she couldn't compete at all because they were almost all on Saturdays. Um, 
not that they said they'd make an accommodation, but it does seem like when the schedule came out this year that there are more Sunday uh, competitions. That's great. I'd really love to hear that. So do you have any advice on, um, you know, kids? Is this the sort of thing that you should be starting younger versus older? Like, is this harder for an older person to get started in or really anyone at any age if they decide they want to get into Ninja Warrior competing, they can they can do it, do it. I think it's easier to start younger because, like, the people, like, on the adult show, they don't have as much experience. Let's say, like, these kids who are on the junior show, and they go, I say, when they get older, it's the adult show, they're going to have so much more experience. I feel like that might just be a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And so do you have any advice for um, kids that want to get started? How do they need to convince their parents to Jewish build, um, a, you know, a course in their backyard? Do they need to get a trainer? Like, how, how would you recommend that someone get started in this? Um, yeah, you should always, like, push yourself to, like, your limits and do your best in everything you do. And you should, like, believe in yourself. But if you really want your parents to build you something, you really have to show them that you're, like, committed. Very cool. All right, well, um, yeah, I, we... Yeah, I would just add, Allison, that, that uh, you know, I think it's really about building strength. If you want to get into it, you have to start working hard. I mean, Kira's trainer has told her that showing up for even a weekly training session isn't going to uh, lead to success in this, you know, area. If you want to be successful, you have to be ready and willing to exercise every single day and build uh, your physical abilities. And Kira does every single day do her push-ups do her pull-ups, do her dead hangs, stair runs, uh, sit-ups. You know, she has a workout routine that she does every single day. Um, oh. But uh, now she's a little bit on the disabled list because she did, ironically, playing basketball, sprain her ankle, but uh, and not get her doing ninja, but, you know, do what you can. So, Yakir, would you see this as, would you see this as like, sort of some thing professional you would go into to train other kids, or this is just going to remain a fun hobby on the side? Have you given that any thought at all of 12 years old? Um, I think, like, it's more of a hobby right now, but it's also becoming into, like, something that I do, like, every single day. Mm-hmm. Would you like to see the from community get more into this sort of thing and kind of do more out-of-the-box, more focus on, you know, physical health, that sort of thing? Yeah, definitely. That'd be so cool. And how? Any ideas about how we can inspire people to, you know, kind of get off their bus a little bit and, uh, you know, hit hit the weights, hit the gym. I mean, for me, it was just watching the show. Like that's what like inspired me. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, hopefully, uh, you will be an inspiration to uh, the many uh, myriads of people that that will be watching you soon. And um, we wish you a lot of Hatzlacha uh, for, uh, you know, your, your continued uh, ninja warrior career. Thank you, Allison. And I would just ask if your listeners want to follow Yakira, they can follow her on Instagram at Yakira Diamond Ninja. Okay. All right. Well, you can take a look there. Um, and best of luck. And thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. And thank you so much for listening. You can catch us same time, same place next week. Bye-bye.